Welcome back to Super Tuesday Recap Mailbag. Uh, this is the mailbag for March, even though we're recording this on April Fool's Day. Um, I just, I, I, it's going to go into this now. Um, April Fool's is canceled. I need you guys to just stop. Bye. I think everything's been cool. No one's really done shit. I don't know, man. We just saw that that real OJ account, that, that fake OJ account, yeah. and that almost that but almost that, changed that, the entire. That's like a concentrated year long <laughs> troll. I'm looking through the feed. Like it's a real ass troll. That's not just. Like, normally, like brands be pulling shit. I'm, I'm not like about the brands have taken the day off. Right. So, um. Anyway, we're here to take your emails for the the month of March. Um. And we got we got three emails, and we got some some news topics we'll cover. Uh, and then after you listen to this, I want you guys to head over to the Character Corner feed, and you'll hear Deepam and I talk about our poll list, our comic book, uh, our com- the comic books we've been reading uh, there, and some of the topics we're going to talk about in this mailbag price spill over there as well, because um, there's big yeah. news coming out of the comic world lately. So thanks to Corona. So anyway, we're going to deal with the um, emails first. So here we have an email from Silver King. It says, I just finished my most recent rewatch of Marvel Phase 3 to celebrate Black Panther streaming rights reverting to Disney. I was watching the credits after Endgame. I, I started to wonder what it might have looked like if they had done a big hero credit scene like... <clears throat> After Crisis to honor the ending of Arrow, while I didn't go through the effort of trying to plot out the whole thing, I would have put uh, David Ramsey in Cheadle's leadoff spot, um, Jesse L. Martin in Sam L. Uh, and Sam L.'s cleanup spot, and the MTR Networks Collective, a Black Lightning slander notwithstanding, I would have uh, put Chris Williams in the Chris P- uh, Pratt spot. Um, as to the I big- don't know who I'm more offended for. <laughs> no, it's, it's Chris. It's I'm definitely more offended for Chris Pratt. Yeah, no, that's yeah. true. Yeah. I enjoyed those Guardians movies. Right. As to the big six, even though I guess it isn't really a reason why uh, there has to be a big six for the Arrowverse, I would have had uh, Dominic Purcell, uh, Brandon Roth, Melissa um, Benice, uh, Caddy Lloyds, uh, Grant Gustin. And these are going in order, in increasing order up to number one. Grant Gustin and Stephen Amell, which, yeah, I can, I mean, obviously you got to end with Stephen Amell. I mean, it all. Okay. All right. Hold on. Let's hear yours. Is this. You're gonna is this your list too? Oh no no it's not my list. I'm just saying I think the I think the the first the 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 top two Stephen Mill and then Grant Gustin I think those make sense. Yeah, I mean those are slam dunks. Um, uh, I'll, let's finish the email and then we'll give our list. Um, I wavered a little on whether to uh, reverse uh, Katie or Melissa until I decided that while Supergirl matters more to D- uh, DC mythology than White Canary, uh, Katie has meant more to the DC TV universe. Getting around to my actual question, I guess I'm wondering whether you guys agree or disagree with the six actors I chose to get the big feature credits, um, with the and, and with the order I put them in. Um, we'll get to the second question later on, but let's, uh, yeah, let's go through. Wh- who do you have in your? Show? I can do mine in order. Okay. One is Mel, obviously. Two is Gus. Mm-hmm. I'm putting Melissa at three because guess who's got her name in the fucking show? Supergirl does. <laughs> I'll put Katie at four. I'm putting what's that girl's name? What's Emily Bet Katie Cassidy five. Katie Cassidy. Okay. They look, they re- they made it work. Yeah, no, 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 I'm actually right. <clears throat> and for six. I guess route. See, I think for six I gotta put David Ramsey. That works for me. See, but they were so arrow heavy, right? I mean, but, see, that's, but that, that's the problem, though. I think, I think, I think, it, it, I think it's okay to be arrow heavy because it's the Arrowverse. Like I, I yeah, even everyone else, everyone else we're talking about's a lead. Like true, true, it's the lead. True, Fuck, you're right. All right, never mind. True. I mean, because even then, I'd, 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 I'd want to put Emily in there somewhere. You know, even though she's not a superhero, but see, like. Now- now, now we're definitely just doing Arrow, like, right? But Arrow. but I feel like but but it's called the Arrowverse, and I feel like you know, especially if like Arrow is sufficiently represented by Katie in the Mel. Okay, okay. And if you split up the, the the legends with Ralph and Katie, yeah, I feel good about my list. Yeah, yeah. Melissa, I throw Katie back in there. I throw yeah, Katie Cassidy back in there for an extra Arrow. So I've got, hmm. I've, like I said, I'm still going strong Arrow, but if you can no. split up the Arrow and Legends thing with Brandon and Katie, I do that. All right. Yeah. No, I mean it, it's a good list, and it's it's just hard because, but it, you know it's a good list. Don't get me wrong, and and I think it's 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 kind of hard. Like I said, I'd maybe put David Ramsey in there, um, but then the question is, is who you take out. 
I maybe I'd replace him yeah. with I'd maybe pr- replace Dominic with David Rand. Yeah, he's good. Yeah, yeah, I'd take Purcell out. Right, I'm fine with that. But like, it's it's tough. It's tough, and and I kind of do wish we had kind of gotten that. Well, I don't even think we wish we got I, what we got was good. Um, yeah, but also, like not the end for any of them except for Emil. Right, that's the other thing too. Right, so a lot of them are still around and they're going to be there. So, um, yeah, yeah, but um. I mean, I think it's also a testament to the fact that, like we've always said, um, you know, the Arrowverse is is their prime universe. You know, it is it is the one, and I know we have something. You have something in there we're going to talk about with um, Star Girl uh, later on in a little article we have there. So, like what they're doing on on, on DC TV with um, Arrowverse is something special and. Hopefully they can start replicating it in the movie universe whenever the movies come back. That's a whew, <laughs> if they ever come back. It's a movie, <laughs> right? <laughs> you guys used to go to the theaters. Yeah, twenty years from now. Did you see this last week's um, total box office gross? <laughs> what was it like? Two dollars? No. So last year it was like two hundred and four million dollars. Mm-hmm. This year it was five thousand dollars. <laughs> Domestic gross for films last week. Oh, wow. Now you know why they pulled their movies. Right. <laughs> it's like, we'll, we'll wait. <laughs> we'll hold off. No, they actually said, you thought, you thought, right. mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you thought, no, you thought. You no, good. we're not doing that. We're taking this money back. All right. Uh, last part of this, uh, this email. On a somewhat tangential related question, since the Vertigo imprint is technically a DC property and since Izami was also filmed in Vancouver, do you guys think there's a, any reason why they didn't give a nod to the Izami universe while they... Uh, while they were deleting all those other universes during Crisis, could have been the eye zombie rap before Crisis started shooting and that they didn't want to bring any actors for, back for a cameo, or is it simple as they didn't think of it? I mean... Probably. It's not a superhero. I mean, yeah. I think it's technically in the DC universe, technically. But by using the word technically, you're acknowledging that they have easy outs here. Yeah. There's no reason, there's no reason to include it. The DC branding, DC con- connectivity has never been... A thing in iZombie, and I don't watch iZombie. My wife has. Mm-hmm. I've heard it's good. Yeah, I've heard good things not, about it. I'm not saying anything bad about it. I'm just saying that with the the motif of superheroes, you don't throw in a, a, a non superhero book. I'm sorry, you just there's no or yeah. show. There's no reason. And I think they did a good enough job, even with something like um, what was it um, the show from Fox uh with the with Satan um, Lucifer. Huh? Lucifer. Yeah, they brought Lucifer, Lucifer? in. So I think, yeah, yeah so I, think, that, I mean, they've also established that that's in like yeah, right. guest spot on Legends. Right, exactly. So like I said, I think that's that's a that's a good that was a good that that was that was a good like that's that's a good crossover here. I think with Eye Zombie, it's just one of the things like like Deepom said. It's like it would have felt more confusion than than cleared up anything. Now it maybe you could have done it if it was like Marvel and you were doing like a Marvel zombie thing, then maybe that could have worked. Uh, that's the only way I could see yeah, you kind of pulling that's it in. Also based in superheroes, right? And like I said, that's based in superheroes. I just don't think there's anything like that for DC really for that. So um, that's probably why they didn't do it. Um, all right, next email, not the spam one I got here. So Monty says, uh, "So when was Chris going to tell everybody that he's building his new house on an ancient bar- Indian burial ground?" That's the only thing that would explain all of this is going on. Yeah, I mean, maybe on some poltergeist shit. Maybe. There was a black sarcophagus opened in late 2019. I saw that. I saw that. And and you know, there... let's also get really real here that people have kind of you know not talked about. We're losing like so much of our frozen areas on this planet. Yeah. Yeah. Those areas that were holding viruses. Yeah, no, no. We like, like <laughs> there are lots of reasons this is our fault. We I'm not entirely sure it's Chris's house. Wait, we made movies about this. We made movies about a virus being released from several movies about these. I've seen them. Several. Well, viruses being several. released from from climate change and things like that. Like, yeah, like doesn't like Deep Palm's gonna be the uh I see guest this this, this month, so we just know the craziness is coming, but like like the Arctic has chlamydia. Do this? No, I'm not taking. <laughs> no, 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 we're not. No, no, we're not taking it. You know, you do not get, you do not get blamed for anything that happens before the announcement. Thanks. After the announcement, so anything from April first on. You should have announced the day before, right? <laughs> uh, everyone's in trouble now. Everyone's going to be on their toes more so. Right, right, right. 
Um, I need somebody to switch to show showrunners because this is a lot. But speaking of being in charge, is anyone taking a bigger victory lap right now than Greg Belanti? Legend taking shots at Batman versus Superman like that just felt like further proof they were one. They got to uh, officially de- uh, designate it Earth Prime and just decided to drop it off on the table, at all on the table. Can I, can I say something before we move yeah. on to the next part of this email? Yeah. I'm, I'm gonna, it's one of the topics that emailed you. We can, it's not a real topic. We can skip it. Hey, Zach. Stop it. Stop it. I just want to roll. I just want to roll a piece of newspaper and just like hit him with it. Just like, what on the day. Like he just keeps. He won't stop. He just won't take the L. Stop. Take the L. You took the L for sucker punch. I don't see the the, the 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 Snyder cut of sucker punch, which I guess would just be sucker punch. See why? Why are you putting that out there? Right. That one. You're right. That's that's the example of what we get when Zack Snyder has has <laughs> right. all the control in the world. And let me tell you, <laughs> no guys. Hey, who who interfered with his vision on Batman vs Superman? No. Mm. Mm. No, I'm I good. hate you. I hate you, Zach. You know what? I'm actually going to include that. I'm, I'm, I'm actually going to include that in the topic. So we're going to come back to that. Because I'm, right, I'm, I'm, right, I, I want to actually address that one. Because I'm just one of those things of like, dude, if it's not in the movie, it didn't happen. Like, it didn't. It's not oh, real. Buddy. Yeah. Okay, um, okay. Before I lose my mind now. Right. I'll, I'll get mad again. Um, I do thank you all for the, the, CB, uh, the comic book club on the comic King's run. It's a, it's already a banger. Listen to the first episode. Remind me of the reaction to Nick Spencer on Secret Empire. Most of the critics couldn't have been reading those books. Oh, now you just gave me an idea because we already have a lot of time on our hands. Maybe we need to do... I a, will reread anything. I think we might need they to do... Stop a, sending out new comics. I know. We might need to do a Carl book on Nick Spencer. Yeah, so um, <clears throat> most of the critics have not been reading those books. They literally spell it out right for you in the beginning. I cannot, uh, I can't, I can get not liking where they took it, but it, to act surprised when he did everything but telegraph and, and he did everything but telegraph where it was going, what was going to happen. I don't know, man. But I already love, uh, I already love it. So fuck that shit. And getting to go through it again is even richer. Yeah, I mean, like I said, we say this in the thing. I, I get it if people didn't like where Tom King went with the stuff. I'm with you though. Like I don't understand when people. One, we're complaining that they didn't, they weren't getting it, even though the shit is right there. It's like, are you reading it? Or are you just looking at the, um, are you reading? The, and that's the thing, too. I think it's a big thing that, that, that we should probably start addressing in this time when we have some time to talk about how we talk about comics. Um, are you reading it just to get it done? Or are you reading it to digest it and understand it? Because we're going to have that conversation on the pull list when we start talking about the X-Men stuff that's happening over there. Because I feel like we're having this other thing here where people are going, I'm confused about what's going on. Are but I'm like saying bad things about X-Men? I don't think people are saying bad things about X-Men, but I'm, I'm, I can probably, if I started looking for it, and that's the other thing too, I've just stopped reading. Like, that's not, I, I don't care what anyone Yeah, I've, just, I've stopped caring and reading the reviews of these things. But I, I feel like it's one of those things, and, and we'll talk about this more on the pull list, especially when you're reading Hickman's X-Men run. It feels like he's jumping around, but if you're paying attention to actually digesting what's happening here... It's one story. It's one story. It's one story. And when it drops... (laughs) It all comes together. The story's a motherfucking monster. Spoilers. God damn it. Spoilers. I'm sitting here going like... Motherfucker has declared war on your brain. I'm just like... I'm so excited. I reread Secret Warriors. And then like just out of excitement last week. I'm just I'm just saying. But I think that but I think that's a big thing. It's like I think a lot of people are speed reading to try to say they can get it done so they can throw out their little screenshots and say, Oh, and complain about certain things, but they're not actually digesting what they're reading. Like I said, reading the the the, the this Batman run a second time and taking more time to go through it. I'm catching things I missed the first time. You know, I liked it the first time. I, I loved it the first time I read it, but now I'm reading it again. I'm going like, oh, shit, there's this. Oh, shit, there's this. If you don't like this. where he ended up, if you can't appreciate the ride, that's what gets me. Yeah. 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 Like, I don't like how he did it. Cool. That's awesome. You and I have different tastes. I don't... Yes. Okay, fine. I will not begrudge someone not liking a certain ending. But if you're going to tell me that because of the ending, it didn't, it lowers the rest of it, go to hell. Right. Yeah. Um, with all the productions that Rona took out, do you uh, do have to shout out uh, Ava for finishing up the pl- uh, the pilot for that DMZ series? I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna be real though. The only reason why I bought it was that it was uh, that 
uh, even the even the only reason why the only reason I even brought it up that somehow going to drop before anyone at DC even remembers New Gods was supposed to be a thing. At least Disney keeps pretending they're going, they're ever going to release New Mutants sunken costs, but appreciate the dope shows as always. Finally catching up with my subscription with this extra time. Looking forward to the pull us even more this month. Yeah, every now and then I like to remind people that New Gods is supposed to be happening. <clears throat> Just because. Can I say it yet? Go ahead. Can I say I told you so? <laughs> I told you so about new gods. Everyone. I mean, I mean, at this, I mean, at this point, at this point, do we need to start a? Do we need to start a? What comes out first, new gods or or new mutant? And at this point, new mutants is actually ahead. <laughs> new mutants, like they put a new trailer out for new mutants. Like it's like they're actually. I'm like, wait, you guys are actually going to do this? Like they actually made me believe. Like, oh, you guys are. Oh, okay, you you actually have something. I believe they'll, I believe they'll tell us anything. Right, <laughs> right. You know, but like with new gods, every now and then we haven't heard any, we haven't heard anything. And I would say this: we haven't heard anything beyond last time we heard anything from new gods was when they said that Tom King was working with Ava to write the script. But as far as production work or anything else like from the studio, we have heard nah. nothing, and that to me is always the sign. When the studio hasn't said anything, when the studio hasn't put it out, and here's the other thing too that. Again, we're going to talk about this later on of the next email, but all the stuff that's being taken out by by Marona, like it's going to be interesting. I there's a lot of times that people are saying we're ne- never things are not going to go back to the same, and I'm like, <laughs> you don't know America, because <laughs> <laughs> oh, buddy, <laughs> we'll go back to the same because that's America. But that said, I do think that that's true of some some of these things, like. I do think there's going to be a lot of changes coming to the movie industry because they're shut down right now. Um, so it then becomes like, what uh, what gets cut? What goes to theaters? What gets you know moved to streaming and things like that? Like, I'll be interested in seeing what that happens there. And for some of these products here that were like just at this, I'm gonna say it, thought projects. It seems like you might never see them. You know, like. Ava DuVernay, she, she's busy. <laughs> she, Very busy. Like, Netflix loves that woman. And the other, she has her own production. Like, she's busy. Tom King is busy. So you can't keep dragging these people on, expecting them to sit down there. And this, this is not, this, I think when, whenever I bring up the, whenever we talk about how new guys might not happen, I think people type, tend to go, oh, you don't, well, I believe in Ava. Yes, I, this is not a shot against her. But it's also me going like I believe in her, but also believe she she values her time, and she's a busy woman, and she's not gonna wait for she's not gonna limit herself and wait for WB to get their shit together to stop all the shit she's doing. She's got other things, and so they're gonna have to work on her schedule, not on her working on. This is not like when Marvel picks up somebody who. Like this is their big break, right? So right. like they're they're gonna be they're gonna be there. They're they're waiting for that. They're gonna be hungry. Hevis is like, oh, okay, you guys are gonna you guys don't have the schedule. All right, cool. Call me when you get it on the schedule and you got some money. You know what's really funny? Not funny. This is actually pretty sad. They finally had dates for Black Adam. <laughs> yeah, they were going to production. You think the rock they were about to become less busy. They were they were they were gonna they were going into production. Wasn't it going into production this month? We're going to production yeah. in April. <laughs> That movie will never happen. <laughs> I'm sorry. That is, that shouldn't be funny. Because again, again, we always got to couch this. Hey, people's jobs. Get that. That We're not laughing at that part. But I am, I got to say, The Rock was the first person cast for the DCEU. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> Not as much as uh, DCE fans do, but I also <laughs> he was the first person cast, and they he might never get his movie. Man, them kids in Sazam two are gonna be grown. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> the kids in Sazam are gonna be oh grown as fuck. <laughs> That's so mean. <laughs> but it y'all, also that. y'all saw that wasn't me, right? <laughs> Ooh, buddy. <sighs> <laughs> they're just gonna have they're gonna be their adult self 
that's it. The night. <laughs> You're gonna have to that on Kingdom Come. Oh god. That was Captain Marvel the whole time. That's just Billy Batson. <laughs> right. You're gonna, I mean, it, I, you're going to have to, yo. <laughs> or they get new kids. Just do Kingdom Come. Hey, guys, just do Kingdom Come. How about that? Just do Kingdom Come. <sighs> just do Kingdom Come. It's, it's the story you want to tell. <laughs> just do Kingdom Come. Oh, boy. Maybe punch up the middle a little, but just do Kingdom Come. <laughs> Uh, all right. Last email. <clears throat> Jesse says, "Hey, Chris and Deepom, <clears throat> hope you all are staying safe during Rona 2020." Oh wow, we're giving it a date. I see. When you give it a date, I feel like there's going to be a Rona 2021, Rona 2022. Let's not give it a well, date. I mean, yeah, I'm not going to. Yeah, let me stop. <laughs> I mean, I know it might be that case, but I'm just saying. Let's not say it out loud. Well, there was no 2013. Just, just saying. Just. Just, just just don't give it a number. Uh, you all talk a lot about comic writers that, that draw you in, but what about artists? Specifically, what uh, X-Men related artists are your favorite besides uh, <laughs> Liefeld, your least favorite? And besides Liefeld, your, your least favorite. Uh, what about the artist? Uh, what about an artist draws you in? Does it have to be very realistic? Are there other factors in play? Um, you should go first. Uh, don't make me go first. Um, just don't say the one you know I want to say. Which one do you want to say? Do you want to the say Tracer? <laughs> what is? What did I forget his name? Um, Don't say it. I know. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> oh God! What? Why am I drawing a blank on it now? Oh fuck! Okay. Because the universe is just. <laughs> universe is just. Um. So we've had this question before, and I think my problem is that I. Honestly, I, I sometimes don't pay attention to the artists. Like every now and then, I've been trying to do a better job of that now um, due to um, like uh, when we were talking about the, the art in um, the, Green, the Green Lantern run and even the Batman run. You know, we've been, we've been doing that. Um, I think uh, John Cassidy uh, was, was really good on the Astonishment, uh, the Astonishment X-Men run with, with Whedon. Um, to me, it, I think I can go more for what I don't like. And not, and not really an artist, but especially when it comes to X-Men, I, I really judge my, my, my X-Men art by how well they can draw Storm. Um, I remember that Storm series that Greg Pax Pac run, and while the writing wasn't like great, it, what really threw it off was the terrible artwork in that. Like, from the way they drew Storm, oh, Beast solo looked, book, yeah. yeah, the solo book, it was horrendous and and i mean it really came down to also how they draw storm when you draw and and actually how you draw black people like if you can't draw black people and especially for a book that has so many different races and colors and shapes as x-men books like it's it's what really it 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 lessens the book it just does so um that's what i got and i know that's kind of a cop-out but the same thing i always sign and forget artist names i do i know and we're going to just talk X-Men artists, because otherwise they'll be talking about Clayman for the next three hours. <laughs> I'll say this right now. And you just remember, this is why I wanted to do this before we do the pull list. Because a giant size X-Men came out uh, since the last pull list. It's a silent issue with Emma and Jean going into Storm's head, and it's drawn by Russell Dodderman. Russell Dodderman should draw everything, all the time, exclusively for my eyes. <laughs> He drew a lot of the, um, he was the, the signature artist for Jane Thor. Mm, okay, yeah. Yeah. Um, X-Men artists who I hate. Let's do those first. <laughs> Greg Land. There it is. I knew it was Greg something, and I couldn't fucking figure out what the name was. Yeah. <laughs> Greg Land. And it's one of those things that if you happy. see it, once you see it, you can't get rid of it out of your head. It's, it's. The single maddest I get, even madder than Lightfield, because at least I know Lightfield drew that <laughs> for lots of reasons that I won't go into here. But I know that he drew it. It's a gun big enough. I hate you, <laughs> Greg Land. And this just Google Greg Land in tracing. He takes faces. He takes put entire figures. <laughs> From magazines and from porn. He then traces it and tells you that's Kitty Pride. And they keep hiring him. 
and I don't know why. Um, your questions before I get into my favorite X-Men artists, I don't necessarily need them to be necessarily realistic. Um, I think like that's one of those things that once you, if you either get too realistic, then you lose the idea that it's art. I don't know. It's weird. I'm a weirdo when it comes to that kind of stuff. But like, I grew up on Joe Matt. Joe, Joe Matt Herrera. Like, Joe Matt's art is like this anime Western hybrid that I find amazing. At the same time, like same kind of a stylized Chris Bacello, excuse me. Um, but of course, we all grew up on Jim Lee. Um, Bill Sikiewicz did all that new mutant stuff that we talked about on our character corner earlier, or I guess last year now, in the year of X. There are a lot of great artists. Um, the classics, John Byrne, David Cockrum, um, Neil Adams. It's just, for me, it's got to be someone who can convey character in the still frame. If I say to myself once, like, Storm wouldn't stand like that, then it takes me out of the, you know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like you have to have an understanding of the character to really portray them. I, I was going to say that, too. It's like, it's, I think, and I think art is always, always important to any storytelling in comics, right? Mm -hmm. But when it really comes to the X-Men, it, it's really, really important. And I think the artist and the writer always work together, but they have to really work together and really understand the characters. Like, like you said, the the minute you start drawing characters that don't feel like they would do that or look like that, it it throws you off. Like, um, I can't remember what was it. Um, I don't know who's drawing the X Men books. Like, it's not like uh, the not the X Men book, the um X Force book, right? Not my <clears throat> not my favorite artist uh, favorite art. I don't know if it's X Men or if it's X Force. I think it was X Force. Um. But the thing that threw me off on it was, oh, I can't remember if it was, I don't know if it was Newman's, uh, not Newman's, I don't know if it was Marauders, X-Force, or, or, or the Wolverine book. One of them, and I, I'm sorry, I just, I've read all of these over the last like few days, so they all run together. <laughs> but one of them, it was, it was a moment when, and it might have been Wolverine, because when uh, Kitty and Wolverine were sitting on the Marauder, and they were drinking whiskey, and... The reason why I love that panel so much was, like I said, it's not like, you know, it wasn't even like the art just blew me away. It was the fact that Kitty's sitting at the table, right, and her feet are in the ground, but Wolverine's art, and I was like, because Wolverine's short as shit. <laughs> and all I could think about when I'm watching this shit is like... That's Adam Cuber, baby. I was like, I'm like, Wolverine's short as shit. Cuber kids. Yeah, I'm just, like, it's that, like, it, it seems like something so small and minor, but that matters, right? Because you're like... Yeah. Wolverine is a midget. <laughs> it's, yeah, he's so a right. I want to apologize for all the artists. I forgot the Kubert's, um Stewart a moment. Like they're so like that's one of the things about X Men being a, a top tier franchise for Marvel for so long. They always had good artists. Yeah, they always wanted you to pick up the book. Yeah, yeah. It's like that's that's what gets me is like that kind of, that kind of stuff when you can kind of get those moments and get that stuff like there I, there's there's so many different styles so it's not like i've and i've liked different styles like some of the styles throw me off but other styles like whether they're super realistic or super you know, like like not like that doesn't really get me it's like it it has to represent who those characters are who drew the um the um the x-force but the uncanny x-force with a remender um i think that was general opinion yes yeah, so that was that was you know that was great <laughs> you know yeah oh god yeah, you know, it's... Yeah, Trump opinion. Okay, yeah, man, those... Yeah. yeah. Um, you got anything else uh, other than... Uh, and if you, for some reason, don't know the greatness of Greg Land, uh, I've go... I've fished about this on this podcast before. I know, I'm just saying, but maybe we get new listeners. You know, like you always tell me, sometimes every podcast is somebody's first. Maybe there's first time somebody's listened to it and don't understand the greatness that go is Greg Google Land. Greg Land and Tracing, and then just laugh. And, and what's going to happen is, you'll probably go back and be like, because it's like the first thing that happened to me. It's like, I'd seen some Greg Land art going like, it doesn't look that bad to me. And then I started seeing where he traced it from. No, and then people will show because the, the websites will show you the source material. Yeah, and so what happens is you go from it's not that bad to then you start seeing it, and then you start seeing it and you're like, but that's the same face he threw over. Th 
and then you trace it over and it, and it like it'll just it'll snap in your head and then everything it 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 it's you you won't be able to stop <laughs> like i found out about this like originally i think the first that i saw about was like in 2007 and every like three or four years people like realize what's happening right <laughs> and there's like someone exposes great man i'm like you can't expose it in 2018 right. you can't you can't expose <sighs> oh, boy um yeah so all right so that's all the emails again send us your emails uh imagine mail- paying for a greg land commission <laughs> Imagine, you know, imagine paying Greg Land to draw a picture of you and your wife, and he goes, "I'm gonna need a picture for reference." <laughs> did you trace us? <laughs> oh, god damn it! Uh, does he, he? And he still does work because I remember. I remember what Yo, was it? He did a havoc. He did an X book. Yes, havoc with yes. me that I couldn't read. Yes, I remember, that was the last time Greg Land came up because we were really excited when we saw the book coming out, and then we were like, "But who's the artist?" Greg Land. Shit, I can't read it now. <laughs> or uh, I think what you said was, "I'm not going to buy it and look at the art. I just want you to get it and read it to me." <laughs> yeah, someone tell me what happened. Hold on, I'm going to put this one in the chat. That is the funniest one I've seen. Because I just Googled uh, Greg Land uh, Thief. Oh, uh, hold on. Let's see if I can just... Here we go. It's going to be a link that's better. Great audio medium. Famously an audio medium. Maybe that's the cover of the of the issue of the uh, episode. I don't know. Oh, no. I got another... Oh, God damn. Got it. I saw it. This motherfucker. <laughs> This asshole <laughs> is so bad. It's so bad. It's so unoriginal. God damn it, man. Now I want to find out where he got Colossus from in that picture. Because it's like, you know, oh, I just found it. Oh. <laughs> I'm like, Hold on. He, got everything, he got everything else. Like, where'd you get the Colossus from? Because like, clearly you didn't draw him either. Jesus, how unoriginal. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna try to include these in in the like in the show notes because you guys have to see this stuff because uh, I already have it I already have the um, actually no you know what I might be able to make these because yes you know what these can actually be the for I'll this. just send you the link on here I'll just send you the link from this is a blog from 2008 oh my god oh my god there you go or you can just Google <laughs> Greg Land Chaser I hate it <laughs> right. I hate it. <laughs> So bad. So fucking terrible. Alright. Um God damn it. Alright, let's get into some of these topics so then we can move on uh to doing our, our poll list um on the character corner here. So we kind of brought this up already. Um so uh all the movies are canceled. <laughs> yes. Uh I think it was either this week or early late last week, uh WB finally I'll pull the trigger on delaying Wonder Woman 1984. Um, I know Black Widow got 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 pulled as well. Um, obviously, got to bring this up. New Mutants did too. Uh, Look, universe is spoken. Just put it on. At this point, at this point, just put it on Disney Plus, guys. Just put it on Disney Plus. Just just do it. Um, uh, I I think. So I'm I'm assuming I don't think I don't know if they officially did it yet, but I'm assuming the Eternals is also probably going to be delayed just because I'm pretty sure the production got shut down and they were still in, uh, in production. With the, I don't think they had wrapped filming, and even if they had, they still got to do post production reshoots and all that other stuff. So, um, <clears throat> yeah. So uh, we um, yeah. So we we're out of movies right now. Um, Bloodshot. I think might be the last uh, comic movie of um, 20, uh, 2020. That's rude and mean. <laughs> but reality. Wow. Uh, what's rude and mean is I'm actually thinking that we're going to pay uh, $19 to, to stream that at home. Like, I found that offensive. It's like, guys. How was Invisible Man? Invisible Man is actually pretty good. I actually did like that. Still, I'm not sure I'd, 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 I'd do the $19. I'll pay there. for that. I'll pay for Birds of Prey. Birds of Prey's out. Well, no, I'm sorry. And you know what? Birds of Prey. I think Birds of Prey is worth it. Uh, um, Invisible Man is worth it. I'm not 
not sure about you know bloodshot i don't think so either um but oh, definitely i i i definitely say uh birds of prey and a matter of fact at this point you might just buy birds of prey to own i think they even just released it to own it um and i <clears throat> honestly say do that because if dc's gonna make some films and make more d you know comic book films with all this ronin stuff is over those are the kind of films we want we want things like birds of prey and things like that so did you actually end up seeing it yet or no no i haven't seen it That's why okay yeah i'm very excited for you to see birds of prey um, I think you, I think you'll enjoy it. Like I said, um, yeah. Um, so, so we got that about movies, so no movie news. Um, we do have all our shows coming back for, uh, the Arrowverse because, second. Hmm? they're coming back for a second at least. Yeah. I mean, just for a little bit because, um, the flash was supposed to come back. Cause I saw this one, um, IMDB. They're supposed to come back on the 7th. Uh, looks like they're moving it coming back until the April 21st. The question, uh, so Legends, uh, Legends and Flash are both April 21st. Uh, Batwoman is April 26th and Supergirl is April 26th. The hmm. question I have is how many episodes are coming back for? Because I don't believe they're going to be back for a second. Right, because I don't believe they, they didn't finish their, their seasons even though they're, a lot of them are closed, they haven't. They, they stopped production, so I'm interested in seeing what they're going to do. I heard what the um, uh, what uh, they did with The Walking Dead, where they're just going to end the season and then they're going to bring the uh, finale back as a TV movie or something like that. I don't know Smart. if that works. Yeah, but I don't know if that I don't know if that works for the Arrowverse shows. I know it won't. As a matter of fact, right? Because it's like you lose. The, yeah, I for me personally, what I would do with them. I wouldn't even bring them back right now. I know they got to feel like they have to. Yeah. I would just leave the break. Because, and I'm saying this like, where do we leave off in the flash? Are we at like episode 15 or something like that? Somewhere around there, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, maybe it's okay because like the flash goes uh, to 22. So maybe you come back for three episodes and you leave the last like four or five episodes to kind of finish everything off. Maybe that'll, that that won't kill the momentum, but that's what my problem is with with this, and 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 it sucks because I feel like I've been lo- we've obviously been loving Legend of Tomorrow. I think the Flash has been really good this season, um, but this is something we've talked about before, and this is so ironic. We talk about this all the time about how the breaks used to kill these shows, <laughs> like now, and, now they're ready for it, right? It will, and and now it's like, and not even just that, but it's like it's not even their fault this time. Right, oh, like sure. this is this is not something they can even control. So, I don't know. I, I think that that's something that we gotta we gotta keep in mind when these things coming in. So, um, and it looks like the C, the series premiere of Star Girl is is bumped back to May nineteenth. So, um, I'm ready for that. Yeah. So, so I'm gonna jump over to the other topic that you sent me about this because it looks like. Looks like Burton, Jeff Johns and and them might be trying to sneak in a Justice Society on us. It feels so. You saw the poster, right? No, I didn't see the poster. Actually, go ahead and Google the poster while we're talking. So, for those of you who don't know, Stargirl is a creation from whole cloth of Jeff Johns. It's a, a character dedicated to his sister who died in one of the biojet crashes in the mid nineties. Um, the legacy hero from Starman. She ends up with the college control rod and becomes Stargirl. It's a very cool story, coming of age story, realization of powers, all that kind of great stuff. The thing is, the Justice Society is on the poster. The Injustice Society is in the middle of the poster. Chris. Wait a minute. Hold on. <laughs> <clears throat> so, now, see, look, man. When they first put the trailer the trailer for it, I was like, eh, okay, whatever. I'm, I haven't been paying attention to Stargirl. You got my attention now, guys. I, you, you think? I feel like... So, the, and, and then, so on the article that, that you sent me, it's saying that uh, Stargirl creator Jeff Johnson confirmed the presence of two key Justice Society members, Green Lantern and Flash, in the series. 
Um, with the just Justice Society of America confirmed to play a major role in the DC Universe's upcoming original seri- series, Stargirl, creator Jeff Johns has hinted that the presence of two Golden Age team, uh, co- team, two of the Golden Age team's co-founders will be felt: Alan Scott and Jay Garrick. And then you see the poster, which has got Steel, which has got uh, Doc Midnight, which has got Wildcat, which has got Iron Hour Man. Now look at Sportsmaster, Huntress, Icicle. I assume. Wrong. Wait, is that the is that is that Caitlin's dad? Icicle? No. No, it's okay. different universe. Okay, cool, different universe. I had to make sure because it looked for a minute. I was like, wait a minute. Um, but no, they've gone and done a full JSA television series. God damn it. <laughs> now we gotta watch Star God damn it! <laughs> you, you and I both know Jeff Johns can write some fucking JSA. Just when I thought I was out. <laughs> you son of a bitch, you I'm in. Son of a bitch, I'm in! God damn it! What are uh, we doing? What are you doing to me, man? Don't do this to <sighs> Welcome. So I guess I'm watching Stargirl now. Great. Yes, okay. I guess you are. Guess I'm watching Stargirl. That's just wonderful. Thanks, D-Palm. Thanks. You're welcome. I mean, that didn't sound sincere. <laughs> um, no, I mean, I guess you kind of got me into, I got I to gotta watch it now. So Yeah. Oh, all right. That poster got me. I was like, well, I guess I'm watching Stargirl. Yeah, I'll, I'll look, yeah, I'm over. I was like, "What poster?" I look at the poster. I'm like, "You, you, you, you <laughs> dudes, you. What are you guys? What are you? Why are you? Whatever they want. Next question. God, damn you all. Damn you all to hell. Um. All right. So let's see what else we got here. Um. Well, let's go and talk about the guy we were talking about earlier in the podcast. <clears throat> Batman vs. Superman, the biggest revelation from Zack Snyder's watch party. So, uh, Zack Snyder apparently recently live-treated the director's commentary track for uh, Batman vs. Superman and Dawn of Justice to honor the, the film's... social media platform, Vero. Right. To honor the film's fourth anniversary. Um, so, basically... Basically what he did was... And he's been doing this entire... This has become a vanity project for him, and I and and this is just one of those things where it does. When you start stringing together all this shit that Jeff John, I mean Jeff John, sorry, excuse, oh. I am, I, I apologies to, to Mister Johns, but when you start stringing together everything that fucking Zack Snyder says, it doesn't make sense, and it can't fit in the fucking movie. I don't know, it was already like two and a half hours long. How long was the movie supposed to... I'm sorry, in the Ultimate version, it was like three hours long. How long was this movie supposed to be? What are we doing here? Um, do you have some of your favorite moments you want to pull out of this? No, they're none of my favorite moments. None of them is like him saying, hey guys, this would have been that great. Thanks for lobbying for the cup. It didn't exist. And if it did, it'd be 17 goddamn hours. And part of it's just me explaining what you would say. Hey, here's, when you're oh, watching oh, 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 every time of my oh, fucking mouth. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, sir. I have to correct you here. We're not talking about the Snyder Cut of Justice League. We're talking about Dawn of Justice. This is his cut of his movie. This oh. is this is oh, his. Oh, you mean the we're, stuff that you should have seen but didn't see, but I wanted to show you. We're not. We're you not even. We're, control. we're not even talking about. You know, and and this is where the the Snyder cut shit drives me crazy. It's like he had control of Batman versus Superman. The WB put out the ultimate cut of Batman versus Superman, and somehow there is still more shit that Snyder needs to explain about this fucking movie. What are we doing? What are we doing? What are we doing? Just go away. Just shut up, Zach. Shut up. You know that movie's bad. 
Snyder also provides details on Barry Allen and the Flash coming from the future to warn Bruce. The machine Flash uses in the time to try travel to travel back is called the Cosmic Treadmill, the device well known in the comics for allowing speedsters to travel through time, being operated by Cyborg. According to Snyder, this is only the first of two points where Flash warns Bruce. The second one would be would have been much further in the future and closer to the event that caused Flash to be sent back, though we don't learn about what that event is. Why so, are you? What is that? Had nothing to do with the. What are you doing? So what? So what's happened is he's got the whiteboard where he's, he's plotted out the whole story, and he's telling you what you would have seen would have been so fucking cool. How are you going to do it? Hadn't worked out how yet. I just know what I was going to show you. This guy, why are you pretending he can make movies? He's never, he has never made a good movie. Ever. Ever. We did this once, right? Didn't we? Mm -hmm. Where I went through his creations. (laughs) Yeah, there's nothing I learned from that. Nothing I took from that. Well, he's a big, as big well, a hack as I thought he was. Well, here's the thing. A whole lot of I was right. That's how I feel about that. Right. A whole and, lot of I was right. And you were right. And I will say this. I think th- there is a revelation to me. The revelation is, you're right. He has a whiteboard. Here's the thing. He's still writing on the whiteboard. I think that's the thing. No, I, I don't think he is. I honestly don't think he is. I think he's going off the pitch he gave to Warner. Well, the reason why I say that is I, I think he's still writing it because it's like, it might have been the overall pitch, but there's just too many of these details coming out. Oh, well, this is going to be this. Like at one point, you're trying to say that uh, one of some. You're trying to say that he uh, one of the guys that's in. Uh, I think it was in either Justice League or in Batman or Superman was supposed to be is supposed to be uh, John Jones is supposed to be Martian Manhunter, and it's like, dude, what? What? I killed. I killed. Uh... Because I wanted to be a CIA. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, no, I, he's, I think he's still making this shit up as he goes along. Because some of the shit is just, that's not, that can't be the pitch. There's, it's, there's, there's too many details for it to be the pitch, right? And they're coming out of nowhere. And I'm just like, dude, the fuck? I, I just think this is one of the things that, and again, like you said, he does this, all this on his own little social media platform. And so it's just, it's, my kid. No, we're not gonna kill for this because people know I uh, I don't fuck with the dude either. It's the Bernie Sanders, where you go and you 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 speak to your core group. They're very loud online, but they don't actually move the needle for jack shit. And if they were as loud and as boisterous and as motivated as you claimed, then your movies wouldn't do shit. You don't do numbers. Numbers never lie, kids. Couldn't get the votes. You couldn't get the dollars. Why are you pretending you're a factor? Make me understand. Make it make sense. Um, let's see. Oh, um, so uh, the movie production is being shut down. Also takes a hit to uh, another movie that uh, was finally entering into production and now comes to a screeching halt. Um, Matt Reeves' Batman movie. Um, so we've already seen the reveal of, they did the reveal of the costume and now they did the reveal of, um, the Batmobile they're using that is, looks a lot like the one that's used in uh, Batman Overdrive, uh, graphic novel. So what'd you think of it? We don't need another year one Batman. Batman already began. Yeah. I'm, is it, are we staying in the DCEU? Are we working our way to to, to Batfleck? Is this a time travel piece? I think from, I that's that's I think we talked about this before. Is that a fair I think question? no, it's I think it's a very fair question because even with um and that's going to be something that comes up with Birds of Prey of where does this movie fit into? Are you starting the DCU over? Is it not? Remember, we also have the, the, the that Suicide Squad movie that James Gunn is doing, that Harley Quinn is going to be like. Where's all this stuff fit in? And and I bring this up to say that if you don't have a plan and you don't, in it, it's a warning to WB that they're not going to listen to. And it's like, don't be Fox. You need to come up strong about how these things are. Are is this Batman film a standalone Batman film? Come out there and say that. Don't play. 
you know, that in between game because that's what Fox did. And it works for a little bit, but then eventually audiences get tired. Yeah. And they get fed up and you can't keep tricking them. So, and, and I'm saying this is somebody who I like Matt Reeves as a director. I think he's done some really good movies. I'm so worried about what WB is doing. It doesn't bother me too much that if they, if they go this year one route here, but at the same time, like, I'm with you. It's like, we've kind of already done that. Like, at what point, I want to see something. I want to see Batman. Right? Yeah. Like, I think that's what we're hungry for. We're hungry to see Batman. So if you're gonna if you're gonna take from the vehicles stuff like that, that's fine. Maybe it's not a, a, a complete Batman year one. I'm okay with that too. Like I don't know. This is another one of those projects that's just up in the air for me that you know and and, and this is and this is another real real problem I have too is with these things being delayed, I feel like this is also a time when and I and I understand this from just if you work for a large company, people are trying to find out how to keep themselves busy. This becomes a time when people start going and want to put their stamp on it or come in and say, well, now I have, you know, I'm a, I, I need to find a way to keep busy and, and to keep my job and to keep myself relevant. Let me go and give some, some pointer and some notes on this movie over here called Batman. And that's not, I don't think from what we know of how WB has operated in the past, I don't think that's too far fetched to think that that could happen at this time. So that's another reason why I'm kind of worried about some of these WB productions that are ramping down. I f- I'm, a, I'm afraid that when they start back up, you might start getting more hands in, in the cookie jar because people, one, there's a pressure to now you shut down for this. You got to make that money back. Right. And, and two, people are going to want to stay relevant and make sure their job is not cut. So they're going to want to get their hands involved in this. I think those are two things that... You know, and again, the good news here with this, this movie is that they at least started sh- have already started shooting, so maybe that won't happen. But we do know that WB has a has a problem with coming in as X coming in later on and trying to change things. So that's my big that's my big worry. Like I I've tried to stop worrying too much about some of. The, I, I wish they would stop showing us stuff. Don't show me set photos. Don't show me. Um, yeah. These things don't don't and they're officially releasing some of this stuff. I'm like, don't do that. Just shut shut the fuck up. Do the movie. And let's. Did you watch the honest trailers about the Snyder Cut today? Of course not. No, because it's very funny. It's funny. <laughs> yeah, no, take all the shots of the Snyder Cut. I just ignore everything with the Snyder Cut because. No, shit. it's funny. They they go after it. Oh, okay, good. Um. All right, let's do. Do you want to save the um, the, the about the pandemic and the comics for the the pull list since that's kind of let's do that. yeah, yeah, yeah. all right. Let's save that there. Um, let's let's do this. Uh, how many time? What time are we at? We're almost an hour. So let's let's do this last one here. Let's talk about Gail. Uh, Gail's trolling, but what if? Oh lord. <laughs> so Gail's are. I think Gail was trolling on this one. You can never tell sometimes with Gail. Some right. Yeah, it's almost like what if Cyclops had a heat beam. Right. <laughs> And then all and, Transformers cars, and and, and and then and and then and then like two days later, it like it turns into an article from somebody. So I think she was. I don't know, but I, I honestly don't know if she was actually trolling with this one or not. And it was saying that you know this was when the time of people were saying that what the pandemic and stuff like that was going to hit the comic book industry and people being out of work and what, what's going to happen. And I think she came up with the idea of hey, what if DC, DC and Marvel to to forget the lawyers and do a crossover, right? And here's the thing though. We read Doomsday Clock. And so there was a talk of maybe that actually happening at some point. What are your thoughts on this? Okay. (laughs) I was around in the 90s when they did this the first time. It was fine. What's not going to happen is it happen ever again. Because this isn't when Marvel was with Disney. Marvel was just Marvel. Mm-hmm. Now you're talking about Disney and Warner Brothers getting in bed together. And this was a friendly rivalry that turned into something more and then became less again. And now with this corporate backing, like, no, they will never. 
You watch watch release dates get moved when this shit gets locked down gets over. Right. Yeah. I'm just saying. Well, that's my other thing too, right? Like, I think it was a nice what if when we saw the seven doomsday clock. I'm one of those people that I've never really had a hankering for this. Even when they did it before, it really wasn't my There's thing. a part of me that would love to see one big game. My There's thing. a part of me. Right. I mean, is that, you know, yeah, there's, there's those fun little one-offs you can do, like, and you have them there, and those are cool, but it's like, at the same time, I'm just like, it doesn't do anything for me, because I feel like they just, to me, when I read Marvel, when I read DC, they, they speak to different parts of me, right? Right, and scratch I, different itches. And scratch different itches, and and honestly, I feel like even the characters are different, right? Like we talked about this before. Like, there's one of the reasons why we said that doing movies with some of these Justice characters was hard. Was harder for for uh, for WB and for DC than than was for Marvel. Like, guys, Justice League, for all intents and purposes, they're gods. Yes, I mean, <laughs> like, come on, like. They're gods. Like, just the Flash alone. What are we doing? <laughs> well, it's going to be Flash versus Quicksilver. Why? No, it's not. Like, I've seen... No, it's not. Quick... No. <laughs> There's... <laughs> it goes very fast, and it's adorable. <laughs> right. I, I think he broke the speed of sound once. Right. <laughs> right. The, the Flash is a speed god. <laughs> yeah. 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 Right. Is he... He is imbued with a force of nature or the multiverse. All right. <laughs> like, like, and, and I'm sorry, which one of them do you want us to go against? Like, w- pick your fucking poison. All right. We'll, we'll give you your least favorite flash against Quicksilver. Still gets his ass whooped. <laughs> Running backwards. <laughs> right. What are we doing? What are we doing here? You know? Jay Garrett. Old man's laughing. Right. Right. <laughs> you know? And then the, the thing about it, like, the other thing is, when you get down to it, like, the things that are really super interesting are at the higher power levels. Mm-hmm. Superman and Thor. Guess what? Clark ain't winning that one. Nope. Sorry, kids. No. The fight is Thor and Diana. Yes. And get your popcorn ready. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's going to be a great one. Yeah. Technically, two gods. Yeah, uh, very much so. Uh, Nova Green Lantern or Green Lantern Silver Surfer. Yes. Dark Side and Danos. Like, those are the ones where things get interesting. It's hard to do it on a small level. Right. And I think, and I think that's where I think that's like I think if you were ever to do it, one, neither we know how it's going to end because neither side wants to lose. Oh, it's going to start the same way the last one did in boardrooms of people arguing over who has to win what fight so that their character can look strong. Right. And so it just it just doesn't give you I think these are one of the things that you I think this is better in our heads than something that you actually want done. Mm-hmm. I think it's better to have those online arguments who wins between Thor and Wonder Woman versus, you know, than actually Doing a crossover between two. I just, well, the JLA Avengers. Yeah, I think you could tell one story with the characters, but like putting them in a universe and like having them fight, like. Yeah. No. No. I'm. I'm good. I'm good. Also, did I see something about possibly Marvel wanted to do? Um, what was it? Uh, Wasn't it like something like Marvel doing Squadron Supreme or something like that? Oh, you're not reading Avengers. No, I'm talking about like in, in the movie. Oh, the movie? I think that's one of those clickbaity things. I saw that in a couple of <laughs> Right. I was like, I didn't, I didn't think it was real. I, I was like, if it's real here. Oh, okay. No, it, it came from, we, it, it came from, we got this covered. He's hit or miss sometimes. Yeah. So, no. Nah. But I was like, I was like, hmm, if they do that, so they're basically going to do a Justice League movie. By the way, I'd bring in Henry Cavill to play period. Oh, dude, I, mm, so listen, this might be a rumor, but I thought about that too. I was like, you know what though? If you're going to be petty, Henry Cowell 
superior. Yeah, you do. You do. You open up Phase Four Avengers, the new Avengers movie, with the breakout, and have Sentry be at the middle of it, and have that be here again. <laughs> you just do new Avengers. I mean, Spidey gets to be an Avenger. Wolverine. Okay, so I have a fantasy booking for for X Men and Marvel Universe. Ooh, let's hear it. All right. So when the gym was used again to bring everyone back. And then they were destroyed again. Injuries were released on Earth, and that's where we get mutants. Let that pulse be the beginning of mutants. And then go X-Men from there. You've got an inciting incident. You've got powers no one understands. It shifts from fucking genetic stuff back and forth. Now you've got mutants. It becomes tougher if you want to do the generational story, but if you want to tell a new story, bravo. Tell me I'm crazy. Well, you could also, you can still tell the generational story because remember, they went back in time. Yeah. That's true. Uh-huh. And there's that loophole, there's the stuff with the ancient one. There's a lot of... Yeah, right, there's, I mean, there's, 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 there's another thing too. It's like, to me, what I love about this is that there's enough loopholes that they have that they put in here. That I, I, you know, clearly Kevin Feige is a crazy person underneath all that, and um, he has himself cooking up there. So, yeah, um, yeah. The other thing too is like that's that might be the one good thing here. This might be this this might get uh uh Kevin Feige back in the back in back in the kitchen cooking up some stuff for when we need to come out big because like at this point you you look you look you look kevin feige in his room right (laughs) get this man (laughs) right plenty of time to start putting this together in a cave right start hitting that that tink tink as he's hammering some shit out yo i'm just saying i'm just saying just throwing it out there um all right folks uh we're gonna wrap this up so we can head over and start uh recording our, our our uh character corner pull list um, so it looks like for Super Tuesday recap, we don't have uh weekly shows coming back until the end of April, but we'll, we'll think of something up, um, to put out here. Um, I know for the character corner, we had originally scheduled doing, I think some small mini ones on Black Widow and Hulk. I think we're going to keep doing that. I think we're going to, we'll look into still do those. Um, even though obviously Black Widow got delayed, I think we still, um, look at getting some of that stuff in there. Um, and, uh, uh, Susan and her husband, uh, have been doing, uh, have brought back, uh, Between Two Palms and have been, uh, going (laughs) and have been rewatching, uh, the other, uh, the... Next to the MCU, the next greatest uh, superhero franchise, the Fast series, Fast and Furious. I'm. Have you listened to them? Not yet. I, I'm still so far. I'm behind. appreciating these movies. I did see how More you were like, that. yeah, you were kind of changing some of your opinion on some of these things. I was like, hmm. Well, this is her idea. This is her movies. This is her franchise. This is why I introduced that show as Susan and her husband. This is why. Okay. Just saying. Um, <laughs> someone trolled me and was like, you guys should do Transformers next. <laughs> There's not a force on Earth that will make me watch Transformers live action. Well, I mean, and again, I mean, like, we're, you're, I mean, the Fast series gets good. So, like. And the Fast series is very good. We just finished 4, 5, and 6. Those are great oh, movies. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's when, you got the, that's the Justin Lin era. That's what I talk about for the entire podcast. (laughs) It's a Justin Lin era. This is what you may not think directors matter, and then Justin Lin proved directors fucking matter. I'm I'm telling you. So, like, um, this is one of the things. Every time uh, there's a there's a Dodge commercial comes on, that's basically like it was supposed to be tied into Fast uh, Fast Nine. I'm 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 that's one of that's one of the ones that hurts for me because I'm like Justin Lin came back for for nine. So this is about to be your return. Uh, nine is the return of Justin Lin, and I was very, very excited. And the arrival of John Cena. Okay, maybe let's first into that. But um, I although think I think I think, funny that, see, I think it's very funny that now Dom is definitively white because Cena's his brother. Right. <laughs> I think that's very funny. I, like I, between that and the hairpiece. Oh, that'd be <laughs> glorious. Like I'm just saying, man. I, I feel like yo, Corona's taking a lot from us, yo. It's now taking us, uh, taking away that comedy right there. So, um, but yeah, man, Nine's a return of Justin Lin. So I was very excited about that. So, 
Yeah, Justin Lin, he did wonders on this series. I mean, like you said, like you always bring up, it was just, it was just, it was a bunch of movies about stealing DVDs, DVD players. And after and after um, Tokyo Drift, when Justin Lin got the reins, he's like, "Let me show you how to shoot speed." <laughs> None of this CGI in the car, under the car, push the notch shit. No, no, no. Go practical. Everywhere you can, go practical and go outside the car. Fucking brilliant. So go watch that. that. Listen to that. You can listen to that on... Oh, uh, also, Pod has got the Outcast bracket. Yes. That was the hardest podcast I've ever done. <laughs> Recording part two, what, thir- Thursday night? It's going to drop Friday, and man, I... Uh, this is 16 I've done for myself. We got a problem. What I love, what I love about it is, you do this to yourself. I don't get the prompt. I thousand percent to myself. I needed content, and yeah. the universe provided. Yes. So, um, so yeah, stay tuned for that, and then you can get uh, Deep Home in a couple weeks on the Intanity Check. So make sure you subscribe over there. Um, in the movie trailer reviews, uh, Ro and I have something we're going to record uh, for a TV series that's coming out on HBO, actually on Amazon this weekend. So stay tuned for us to get to that stuff. So again, folks, yeah, MTR Network, we're still trying to promote content during the Corona. So stay in the house, wash your hands, and again, stay in the fucking house. Um, again, folks, thank you very much for listening. And until next time, we're out of here. Peace. <laughs>